Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Claire Marquick, and this is Real Life Business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for lending me your ears. We are up to episode number 37 in season two of the Real Life Business Podcast. Can you believe it? If this is the first episode that you have come across me, then thank you so much for lending me your ears. And if you are back for more, then thank you again. I realize there are many things that you could be doing with your time. So I really do value every single but one of you for being here. This week, I want to talk about something a bit more practical. So season two has had a, or is having a resilience theme, and I've been talking to lots of amazing people this season, all about their stories of resilience, some business related, some not, um, but all all around the resilience theme and how as human beings, we can tap into this sort of greater part of us to help get us through really shitty, challenging times. Now, personal resilience and that mental mindset and that durability is really important, but it's not everything. Um, I remember I remember this statement so clearly from Madhu in episode number 24 of season one. She said, mindset doesn't pay the bills. And she's 100% right. Like I am a firm believer that our mindset, how we think, what we believe, um, all of that is paramount importance. It is so important and it is it is mission critical, but it's not everything because we can have the best mindset, the best thinking, the best, you know, the most um, efficient beliefs in the world. But if we're not bringing in the money, then our business is not, well, it's not a business and it's not going to stand the test of time. So when we're talking business resilience, yes, we as the business owner need to have the personal endurance or the personal durability to get through the shit that we're inevitably going to have to go through at some stage or another. But we also need to ensure that our business has the physical durability, the, the physical means to weather storms. So That is something that I want to talk a little bit about today, and I'm going to do that through the guise of something called Money Buckets. Now, before I start talking about money, some of you may know my background is in accounting, but I want you to listen to this episode as me sharing my personal experience and what I do in my own business um, and what we also do in my husband's electrical business. I am not licensed to give financial advice. So please do not take this episode as financial advice. It is not financial advice. It is me sharing what I do in my business. So take the concepts and discuss them with your own accountant, your own financial planner, your own financial advisor, and work out the bits of it that might be best for you, that might be relevant for you, that might be beneficial for you. So this is just a full-on disclaimer, putting it right out there at the start. This is me sharing what I do. It is not financial advice. Okay, I got that boring stuff out of the way. Boring but important. What are money buckets? Money buckets, think of them literally as buckets to deposit money into. So um, for me, I've got multiple physical bank accounts that all have their own function. Now, I know 
that there's probably people listening to this going, oh my God, like I'm all for simplicity. I don't want multiple bank accounts. And trust me, I was very much like this as well to start with. But the thing is, if we try and keep track of things by spreadsheet or we're saying to ourselves, right, okay, we're not going to let this account get lower than this because I need to pay this bill, I need to pay that bill, it starts to get really confusing. So for me, keeping things simple means having multiple bank accounts because I know in the, the click of a finger, I log into my internet banking, I can have a look what's in each of my accounts. I know exactly where I stand. I don't have to update spreadsheets. I don't have to keep mental notes Um, it's really very, very clear. So think of these buckets, think of these accounts as the place where you allocate your money to specific things. So for example, one of my buckets, I've got a profit bucket. I've got, um, an operating expenses bucket. I've got a GST bucket, a tax bucket, a drawings bucket, which is essentially my pay Um, I've got a buffer. That's another one of my really important ones. I've got a buffer or a rainy day bucket. And the idea is that at set points each month, so I set myself two, um, two points each month on the 10th and the 25th. Um, now I do two because I don't have a huge amount of transactions that go through my business. If, if, you have a retail store or a hospitality business or a business where you're having multiple transactions a day, then you might choose to do this weekly or more frequently. But for me, fortnightly works well. So I pick the 10th and the 25th of each month. And then I have a set percentage that goes into each of those buckets each month. So all of the money that comes into my business goes into an income account. So I've got an account called RPC, Reignite Performance Coaching, RPC Income. All my invoices go there, all my PayPal money goes there, all my Stripe money goes there. It all goes into that income account. Then on the 10th and the 25th, I sit down, I look at what's in that account, I take it and I split it up into the set percentages that I've decided go into each bucket. So X percent goes into profit, X percent goes into operating expenses. 10% goes into GST because that's what GST is. Uh, Percentage goes into tax, a percentage goes into drawings, a percentage goes into my buffer. So the idea is that twice a month, I clear out my income account. So that income account goes down to zero. On the 10th and the 25th of each month, I strip out that income account to zero and it all gets allocated off into my buckets. Now, why do I do this? Why do I go to the effort of having separate bank accounts and splitting my money out like this? Well, first and foremost, for me, it helps me keep track of where I'm at. As much as we hate it, if we are earning money, if we are making money, we have to pay taxes. And if we're registered for it, we have to pay GST quarterly as well. So I know that a percentage of the money that comes into my bank account, that comes into my business, it's not going to be mine to keep because I'm going to have to pay a portion of it to the ATO for GST and I'm going to have to pay a portion of it to the ATO for income tax. Now, we know the rate of GST is 10%. So what I choose to do is 10% of everything that comes into my account, I will put into my GST account. Now, obviously, 
say obviously for those who um, who are registered and who know, we can also claim 10% of the GST back on our expenses. So I know I don't bother working that out on a fortnightly basis. You know, I let zero work that out for me. But I know that if I put 10% of my revenue aside every fortnight, then when it comes to lodging my bass, I am going to have more than enough money in that account to pay my GST bill. I'm not going to be hit with a nasty shock of a bill every quarter to pay my GST because I've used that extra 10% to pay for some of my expenses. So that's probably the first thing. If you're registered for GST, the most mission critical thing for me is pulling that 10% aside because that's not my money. I have to pay that to the ATO. Now, I also do the same for tax and working out the percentage to withhold on a regular basis, that's going to be a question for your, for your accountant because it depends on so many things. It depends on the, the structure in which you operate your business through, whether you're a sole trader, whether you operate through a company, a trust, a partnership, whatever. It depends on how much you earn. So that's, that's something that you definitely need advice from the professionals that help you, know, you manage your money. But again, it's that same principle. We know if we're making money, if our business is making money, we know that we have to pay tax. We know that we're going to have to pay the ATO money at the end of the year. So why not help set ourselves up for that by putting a little bit aside each week, each fortnight, each month to go towards that tax bill that we know we're inevitably going to get at the end of the year. So that's the, that's the main reason that I have those two accounts. For my business and how my business operates, I don't have a huge amount of expenses. It's not like I'm having to buy stock all the time. I'm not having to, I don't pay wages. It's just me. So I don't pay rent because I work from home. So the expenses in my business are quite predictable in as much as it's any coaches I'm working with, any programs that I'm on, any subscriptions that I have. Um, and in terms of the sort of personality profiling and things that is the cost of the profile. So I know that my expenses each month are actually quite predictable. So I can work out um, roughly how much I need to set aside to make sure that every time I have a bill come up, every time I have one of my recurring subscriptions come up, every time I have a monthly amount come out of my account for my um, for my zero, for my Kajabi, where I host my website, my podcast, for example. Every time I have a subscription amount come out of my account, I know that I've got money aside in my operating expenses account to cover it. So guys, I guess what I'm getting at here without sort of drilling too deep into the detail and making this a super boring podcast all about money, what I wanted to get across in this episode is that we can put some practical things in place to help us better manage our money so that when we have big expenses come up, whether they be annual renewals for things, you know, insurance, rent, lease fees, um, website hosting, whatever it might be, um, when we've got wages to pay, when we've got basses to pay, when we've got tax to pay, we can help set ourselves up for that. So we're not hit once a year with a massive bill. If we're setting ourselves up for that on a regular basis, it's going to help us ride that financial up and down. As I say, I've got multiple, multiple buckets for multiple different things. I've got business buckets and I've got personal buckets. And as the, the specifics of the buckets for your situation is going to be relevant to your situation. But another one for me, which I find super, what's the word? 
I feel a lot more comfortable and a lot more in control for having this is a buffer. Now, the, this buffer account is actually one that spans both mine and my husband's business. So it's kind of like a, a household buffer account. You know, we don't have a separate one. We just have a buffer account. And the, the rule that we have set around that is that we keep that buffer at a certain amount of money. So um, we know that if something happens to one or both of us and we can't work as much as we usually do or we have a customer or a client who is late in paying us or um, you know like I'm sick and I can't run sessions then I know if we have got that amount in our buffer account then I know that at least that's going to get us through the next month. So have a think about, and this guys, this isn't something that I just clicked my fingers and we suddenly had that amount in a buffer. That was a goal that we worked towards. We sat down and we worked out, okay, how much would we need to have in a buffer account to get us through a month if we had to? And that was something that we that we work towards, that was something that we saved to saved for. And if we if we dip into that, because sometimes we do, let's face it, it's not like we're getting a regular wage each week. Um, our, our revenue is up and down um, as it is in business. But that just allows us to have some form of consistency. So if we dip into it, then the first thing that we do if, when we have excess the following month is we top it back up and we take it back up to that level that we want it to. So again, this is probably a great conversation to have with your accountant or your financial advisor. Have a look at your absolute non-negotiable expenses. So um, whether that's paying for stock, whether that's paying your rent, whether that's paying your wages, those expenses that you know, you absolutely have to pay each month and then consider, again, depending on your industry, consider with the professionals that help you out in your business, how many months worth of those expenses would you feel comfortable having sitting in a buffer account? So, you know, for us, that's, it's only a month. Um, for you, it might be two months, three months, it might even be six months and have that as a total and work towards building up to having that amount of money in a buffer because, ultimately and we we're experiencing it right now right that any any change in government decision depending on your business is going to dictate how much money you can have coming in because it dictates whether our business is open or not it depend, it dictates whether we're able to trade as usual or not and so if we can have an amount in a buffer it just allows us to ride those storms. And I know, I know this storm has gone on for a hell of a lot longer than any of us might have wanted. And I know that this might not be the time to be talking about savings accounts because quite frankly, we might all just be surviving day to day right now. And that's fine. Take from this episode what you need to help you right now um, and park the rest, come back to it. Just have it in your mind of, okay, well, right now I'm in survival mode, but I really like that idea. So I'm going to work towards that and have it as something that you work towards. Don't just discount it and just think, well, that's just not relevant for me right now. Some of it might not be relevant for you right now. You might not be registered for GST and you therefore don't need to have a GST account. So this is what I mean. Take what is relevant to you and your circumstances. Talk with your accountant, talk with your financial advisor and use this thinking as a way of building some practical resilience into your business. Alrighty, it is just a short one from me this week. I wanted to just, I just thought it might be kind of handy to share something that I use personally and 
it just helps me feel a little bit more in control. And do you know what? The other side of it, it can really help us decide what we spend money on or not, whether we can afford to spend money on something or not. You know, one of your buckets might be discretionary spending, for example, or treats, for example. And you might decide that, you know, each fortnight you're going to put one, two, five, ten percent of your revenue into your treats bucket each month and you might have a couple of hundred bucks in there or you might have a couple of thousand bucks in there and then you might see um, I don't know you might see a new outfit that you want to buy or a new pair of shoes or a, a holiday that you want to go on and it's then that we look to that treats account or that that account that's relevant to go well okay can I actually afford that right now um, and if that pair of shoes that you want is $500 and you've got $200 in your treat account you don't buy it right now. You don't dip into your GST account. You don't dip into your tax account. You're like, okay, I'm working towards that. And I've got to, you know, I'll work, I'll work harder. I'll earn more money next month and I'll boost that account up and I'll buy those shoes. So it can really help us with decisions as well. And when we have got some form of certainty around how we're able to afford the things we've got coming up, that can, it can give us so much peace. It can give us so much it brings this calming aura over us and can give us so much more control so i cannot stress enough how important these sorts of conversations are to have with your accountant or financial advisor to help you manage your money in a way it's freaking simple it's bloody simple you just open your online banking and see how much money is in each account it can't be any simpler than that like it really doesn't have to be any more complicated than that Okay, I really am going to stop talking this time. <laughs> if this episode has brought up anything for you and you are wanting to um, talk to me in a bit more detail about how I might be able to help you um, set up your money buckets and um, work with you and better understanding your numbers and things like that, then please reach out. I do have some capacity to take on some one more one-on-one clients right now. Um, so if that's something that is of interest to you, then please reach out. You can email me at claire at reignitepc.com.au or you can reach out to me on Instagram at clairemarkwick.reignite. Just send me a DM and we can have a chat about whether that's going to work out for you. And in the meantime, I would encourage you to like and subscribe this podcast on your podcast app of choice and share this episode with someone in your network that you think needs to hear it. Alrighty, I will be back in your ears next week and until then, bye-bye.